Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right. Uh, good morning. I'll get started here. Uh, I'll start off by, first of all, I want to thank everyone in the room for uh, for the job that you guys do, uh, for covering our team, the the great stories about our players, our team, our organization that, that get out uh, in the community in particular in terms of what they do, our players, and how they serve our community I think is important and much appreciated on my end. Um, good season overall, obviously not the result, uh, the ultimate goal that we were looking to accomplish um, when you can have the success that we've had um, through um, six out of seven years in the playoffs, I think is is significant and hard to do, as well as four AFC East titles and and now um, five plus years of ten plus wins is uh, impressive and um, did not come easy. So I applaud the organization, all involved, the team, the players. And coaching staff, uh, and uh, we look forward to continuing to reach and strive uh, for that ultimate goal of winning a world championship. Uh, with that, I'll turn it over to you and your questions. Sean, you usually uh, say that the final game of the year tells you what you need to know about your football team. So, what do you take away from the other day? Well, I thought there were opportunities the other day. Um, uh, there really were, and, and it's crazy to to say this, but when you look at it, uh, we had opportunities to win the game, probably even more so than they did, even though they end up winning it. Uh, opportunities down the stretch that one more throw, one more kick, one more stop defensively. Um, that said, um, you know there were certain certainly things in the game that uh, did not go did not go our way and did not go well enough for us to win the game. So. Um, I don't think you start by tearing, you know, you don't, it, this is not a situation where you, you strip it down to the studs, you start all over. I mean, we've done a lot of good things, and, and the players have done a lot of good things. Um, I think you really start with understanding the success that we've had and how we've gotten it. And then you make tweaks along the way um, to try and get ourselves uh, to become world champions. And that's why we came here. Uh, we came here to win. And, and win is what we've done, quite honestly. Um, we have not reached that ultimate goal, however, in terms of why we came here. And we will work tirelessly to do that. And Sean, you just said you don't, you won't tear it down and rebuild it. you got some drywall to replace here, right? Yeah. You've got a lot of guys that are free agents. Um, is this, would you consider this a sizable 
off-season shore, especially with your salary cap situation? You know, where we're at with it, I feel like, you know, we've been kind of in that position last year, this season, a little bit again, um, and then going into next season with the amount of free agents that we do have on our roster. Um, so every year you've got to start over. Every year you have to evaluate uh, your roster. We're in the process of just starting that this morning. <clears throat> um, every year is a challenge, right, to figure out how to put it back together again to get to get yourself in position to win. Um, that's why there's no guarantees when you start a season that it's going to be, well, you just pick up where you left off. It's not how this league works. So I think the biggest thing we can do is start over again from a standpoint of the process starts over again, and we're honest and true and genuine with our evaluations of, of uh, personnel, uh, and then you move forward and trying to put it, put it together again. And Brandon's done, um, along with the personnel staff and, and, our, and our coaching staff, a great job of, um, of finding ways to build it and put it together uh, each year. I mean, to, to sustain it for now five straight years, six straight years, whatever it's been, six out of seven, I think that's, I think, you know, one of the hardest things to do in sports. And I think that when you can do that is when you give yourself a chance to win a championship. Um, and that's that's what we've done, and that's what we're, what we're going to continue to try and do. Talk a lot about this defensive line being, you know, not producing. It's the same talking point that we had the other day. What has gone wrong in that room? Because in these big moments, because of the product, the lack of production in the biggest moments. Yeah, I understand what you're where you're coming from on that. And 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 when you look at going into the playoffs the last two seasons. Um, you know, the defensive line last year was, was banged up pretty good going into the game. Uh, this year, one of our healthier, what I would say is one of our healthier units on defense, one of our healthier positions on defense. So it's never one position. Um, it's a full, full team deal, right? And so should, could we have played better? Could we have coached better? Absolutely. And we look hard at that. I think the lessons, though, that you learn through that are, are what benefits you moving forward. Yes, yeah, Sal, we'll get into, you know, those uh, situations, if you will. Uh, I know there's some buzz out there already on some things, and uh, it's so early. I just got done last night with the, the final exit interviews with the players and still a couple trickling in this morning to do that with. Um, with the way the rules are now with, with the coaching and who can go and who can't, who can't, and it's almost like free agency. And so there's a lot of moving pieces, and it happens fast. So, but right now... I'm not going to get into staff moves and, and uh, adjustments or, or what have you. Can we at least ask you, I mean, your thoughts on the job that Joe Brady did? And, you know, Josh endorsed yeah. him yesterday in his uh, end of season. Yeah, I thought Josh, go ahead. With Joe, yeah, so, you know, we'll, we'll uh, again, just like the other ones, Adam, um, that'll happen in due time with respect to what we do with that position, um, you know, evaluating that position as well as others. Um, like is natural this time of year, and then, uh, but to your question specific to Joe, I thought Joe did a, a really nice job, right, coming in and um, building um, great communication, collaboration, um, a vibe with with Josh, and and then I think you saw the results of that through the course of, I believe it was six games, and and so 
Um, I thought he I thought he did a very very nice job in that regard. How would you assess how special teams was overall? You know, I thought we were good at times. I thought we were inconsistent at times, though overall, John and and um, you know you know I, the thing I love about uh, Coach Smiley is that you know when you're when you coach special teams, sometimes you get kind of the roster pared down, and when you're dealing with injuries, and then what happens with with what's left and you're putting together, hey, what's left and who do I have to use out there, you know, on a week-to-week basis. Um, Coach Smiley did a, and Coach Harkey did a phenomenal job of taking those um, roster decisions week-to-week and making the most of it. And so I thought at times we were really good and there's other times where we gave up some some plays that we, we really can't afford to give up. Right. Yeah, it's big. You know, it's big. You got to have the buy-in from your franchise quarterback or any quarterback for that matter. And um, certainly, at the end of the day, it'll be my decision. And um, but um, yeah, it's. I respect Josh's opinion. Um, respect his position on it, and and uh, it does it does factor into the overall equation. Sean, you said you got to wait on coordinate. You know, on bringing staff in. But for you to look back a little bit on what it was like for you to call the plays this year, was it what you? Thought? Does it feel like it was? I mean, it's different than when you did that before. When you were yeah. How did you think it went for you? Well, I, I'll tell you. You, you know, you're able to. I was able to get back into the seat a little bit, and you know, really, thanks to our defensive staff and our staff overall, they were phenomenal this year. Um, um, probably the best staff we've had, I believe, in terms of just. Um, professionalism and and the execution of of the job and uh, the results were the results um, by in part because of what they did and how they coached and how they handled themselves and I'm extremely grateful for that as it relates to my position um, you know I felt like overall it was um, you know knocking some rust off early maybe just getting back into the seat of doing it again and and and, um, but felt very comfortable back in that position and certainly more work on on one's plate when you do that when you take on a dual role like that um and that'll be evaluated as i go forward here and we go forward sean can you pinpoint maybe why at the beginning of the season you saw staff you know explode like I don't. I can't say in particular why specifically, Heather. Uh, if I if I could, I would. You know, we would flip it back that way, right? To the to to the way it started early in the year. Um, sometimes defenses evolve. Sometimes you know, there's more things on tape through the course of a season, and and people copy them what's on tape. And so, listen, Steph is a Steph's a great player. I love Steph, and and um, you know, he was a phenomenal teammate. And um, so, you know, I love how the offense. Uh, found some rhythm though under Joe and and, uh, and and Steph got back involved again at times there, especially down the stretch and um, I think in at least the last two or three games, so to speak. John, from a big picture perspective, um, given that you reached and achieved that sustained success with with the five, you know, with the five playoff, getting into the past five straight years, how much do you need to validate things that by getting beyond the division round, getting beyond? Um, 
beyond, beyond what you've done so far? That's, that's what I go to bed thinking about in terms of taking another step, really two steps. John, and um, like I've told you, you know me. Um, um, I'm, I'm pretty uh, goal-oriented, and the ultimate goal is winning a world championship. And doing that for Bill's Mafia, doing that for Terry and Kim, um, doing that for people in Western New York, um, that winning mindset. And that's what this is all about. That's what you saw from our team when we sat at 6-6. Six and six, And we were able to rally and, and get to where we got to this year was that winner's mindset. And that's what I want everybody to have. And that's what I want um, for everyone to feel, what it does feel like to get to a Super Bowl again and win it. And that's the ultimate goal that I have. That's the ultimate goal of our staff, our organization, Terry and Kim. Um, and I'm extremely proud of what we've accomplished, but not in any way um, satisfied or going to get complacent with where we're at. Um, every year you start over, and every year that, that fire, I can tell you and promise you, that fire burns within me uh, as bright as it did the year before, if not more, more so. So, um, you know, we're disappointed, yes, but not broken. Yeah, that's that's a that's a critical piece of of the evaluation, Tim. And when you go back to it, and this is even though we did what we did, it's like how did we get there? We should, in my mind, as a coach and confident in our abilities and our players' abilities, is we should have never gotten there to begin with. And so it's lessons learned from that, which I won't obviously get into the details on that now. But it's hey, let's make sure we don't get into that spot again. Now you're. There's, there's things that cause some of that, too, that are sometimes, you know, not always directly within your control. Um, some of it's injury-related, um, and I felt like we were more banged up than what I, I would have liked a little bit last year and as well this year. That's no excuse. Um, we've got to kind of dive into that a little bit deeper in terms of why, right? Why is that happening um, just as one piece? But overall, it's... Um, a lot of valuable lessons that, as a staff, we can take from that earlier part of the season. I believe some of our players can take from, from that earlier part of the season as well. And some of that got corrected, which was good to see during the season, where um, what went wrong early in the year was, was uh, executed better, I'll say, uh, in the back half of the season. Yeah. Well, I think number one is taking care of the football, right? You, you turn the ball over, it's hard to win games. I would say, um, you know, closing out games. Um, I think those two things combined um, were some of the, hey, we're a play away in some of those six, six losses early in the year. Um, that's just early on and without diving back into it. But over the bye week, that was some of what we came out of it with was, um, hey, we take care of the football. Uh, we're really hard to beat, which is not anything earth-shattering, right? Um, and just overall evolving as an offense, evolving as a defense, special teams, no different. Um, but that's where we got to start game one next season is with that understanding and, and that uh, awareness. How do you balance that when you're eliminated in a game where you didn't turn the ball over at all and you look at some of the bigger stats and the explosive plays in your 
once you come into the possession. Yeah. But like, was that a stylistic choice to go into that game and try to control the clock and like limit the time maybe the defense was banged up? Uh, not directly. I mean, it was a every every week you go into a into a game with an overall plan, right? Of hey, this is how we feel like we need to play, how we feel like we need to manage the game. Um, never once, though, is it about hey, slow the clock down. You know, let's just do this and try and win ten to ten to nine. It's it's um, this is how we play, but within this game, let's be mindful of these areas. And then we put together a plan that bakes all that together. Um, so, um, and you don't want to put clamps on a situation where you're saying, "Hey, don't throw it down the field. Don't throw it." It's, it's play the game, right? Play the game, and uh, and play free and and go for it. Um, and I think that's again a mindset that our team really embraced down the stretch of prepare your tail off, um, mentally go for it, and and coach to win, play to win. That's what I want, that's what we want, and that's what happened through the course of the last six weeks. No different in the game. Um, and that's, to me, a winner's mentality. And you have to have that before, most of the time, before you get the results you're looking for. And, and so I just think that's the right way to approach it. That's the type of mindset I feel like leads to winning and winning championships. Um, and so I think that's very powerful and, uh, and enables our players to be themselves and, and show us their true personalities. Sean, you mentioned a, a player or two here or there uh, in your opening answer, and they, they had a game the other night, maybe goes differently. That's been true the last two times you've played this game in the yeah. postseason, now against Kansas City. And you, know, you can't predict who you're going to see in the playoffs in the future, but with that quarterback, chances are you know, the, the road to the, the Super Bowl goes through Kansas City. Yeah, well, you're right, Jay, and, and we were, you know, when you look back to the AFC Championship game, our first playoff uh, meeting with Kansas City, uh, it wasn't close, right? It really wasn't. Um, they were a different, we were at a different point, they were at a different point. And now, it's not, it is close. And I think that shows you the, the um, strides we've, we've made over the years. But to your point, um, we have to find ways to make those plays. We have to find ways to put them in position to make those plays. Um, so it's, it's not just one thing. It's, um, but to me, it starts with that belief. And I'm not saying we didn't have that. But what I'm saying is, is you got to go for it, right? You got to have that mindset in order to get that result. You got to believe in yourself, believe in the team, and players have to be put in position, and the players certainly um, need to make those plays. So um, there's no magic magic to it, um, but I believe it starts with having that winner's mindset. Yeah, you know, it's it's uh, you know, I listen to our trainers, I listen to Vaughn, um, and you know, what what I believe that I saw was his best game was the last game of the season was was the Kansas City game a few nights ago, and my hope is that that is a good direction for 
where we pick up at the beginning of next season. Uh, what he came back from and the way he worked certainly was impressive. Do I wish he was healthier through the course of the, the body of the season? Absolutely. But nobody worked harder to get himself back. And my hope is that he is um, you know, healthy at the beginning of next season and, and ready to really play his best football and that this was another stepping stone. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Yeah, I mean, you know, you want to be efficient. You want to be explosive. It's hard to be both, right? So um, it's hard to serve uh, two masters. And that being said, however, you need to create explosive plays in order to, that's, if you look at and you study the game, that's when you look at scoring points, usually a scoring drive has baked into it a, a explosive run or an explosive pass. Um, and so, or a big time penalty, say on the defense, right? So um, I understand that, we understand that, and that's um, a part of us moving forward um, as we look at our roster and we look at player acquisition, um, something that we need to take a hard look at. Yeah, again, I think you just got to take it one day at a time now. No different in Vaughn's situation uh, with Trey's situation. You're talking about a player who is very, very talented. Trey's done a lot of great things here. He's our, you know, my first draft pick at least. And, um, but he's gone through two serious injuries right now, two very significant injuries. And so uh, we just need to take it one day at a time and um, full confidence that he'll be fine. But at the same time, um, when he gets out there, I think we'll know more as to how he's going to look and how he's going to feel and what level of, of um, 
ability to contribute to our team he'll have. So just, again, out of respect for Trey, just right now one day at a time. Sean, you talk about explosive. Go ahead, he did? Thanks, Boogie. Talk about explosive plays and also I know, you know, running the ball and all that that goes into it. When you evaluate the offensive coordinator job, whether it's Joe or someone else, can you take us into is it, hey, I'm gonna hire somebody who they're gonna kinda do things the way I envision this working for us, or taking what they bring and say, Hey, this is my offense, how I do it, and you saying that fits with our team. I guess there's a the way I'd like to say this is there's a Talk from some fans that Sean McDermott's a defensive coach, conservative, does he wants to dial it back, that kind of thing. And I, I'd like you to kind of speak about that and what yeah. your role is there. I can promise you that's not the case. Uh, yes, I'm a defensive coach, but um, I'm going to say this, and we just lost to Andy, but I, I, I cut my teeth around Andy Reid, who is a pass first, you throw to win, and that has been my philosophy since day one pretty much here, um, especially since Josh has grown into – the player and the quarterback that he has, um, really starting in 19 um, after Josh's first season. So um, that has been my philosophy since that year in particular, and I believe in that. Now I do believe, though, that you've got to be able to control the line of scrimmage and run when you need to run. And I like, I like the way that we've been able to blend that in particular this season. I think Coach Cromer, Coach Brady – have done a really nice job along with the offensive line and, and, um, and the pieces that Brandon brought in. Um, I thought this was our, our best um, year in that regard. Um, I think it helps a quarterback, quite honestly, being able to do both, being a two-dimensional. You saw that the other night. When we, when we were giving up some of those runs, you know, they, were, we, they were allowed to be a two-dimensional offense, and that made it even harder to defend. Um, so I, I think it is important that we have that ability to run the football, in particular in Western New York when there's going to be not many where Josh can't throw situations weather-wise. Um, we have that advantage, obviously, but overall, you just never know what you're going to come across from a defensive look standpoint or a weather standpoint, and you've got to be able to do it. Well, it wasn't ideal. Um, unfortunately, you don't. You never want your quarterback or any player, for that matter, to get to get banged up. It happens, and there was probably I don't know the numbers on it, but it seemed like a significant amount of back backup quarterbacks, number two, number three quarterbacks playing in the league this year, which is a to me a a warning sign for us of hey, you better make sure you know, in training camp, and we do right um, that you've got that that other quarterback ready to go, um, and and so. You know, just like any player, we had players out there the other night who were playing but weren't, uh, were maybe inhibited a little bit in terms of their able their ability to execute because of the injuries they were dealing with. And it's all part of the game. It really is. And you never want that to, to be the case. But proud of how Josh, in this case, where the guys worked through it and, um, and, and you go forward. And, and so the goal is to get to the playoffs as healthy as possible. And I think, again, that's, that's one of the areas we need to look at um, because we have experienced going into that two years in a row, a little banged up, maybe more than we have, would have liked, ideally. Um, and so you look at it, you look at everything um, like you do the roster and, and, and so on and so forth. Is that looking at like how you're... You talked earlier in the year about wanting to limit Josh's contact, his bigger amount of running, and obviously that's taking different twists and turns in the season. Can you assess kind of how that 
attempt with this season and then maybe what you learned about trying to move the, the approach in that direction? Yeah, very, very proud of Josh, very proud of, of Joe, and um, very proud of Josh from the standpoint of um, really learning how, and this is where it, where it really, it, it, the ownership that he has taken with that, you saw the urgency down the stretch. You saw him going for it. You saw him willing this team to win. Miami game in particular, this past game in particular, um, that's what he's going to do. But I also think he is maturing enough to the point of, hey, I understand how to play the position, and I understand how to play the position as it relates to my ability to move and be mobile, but I also understand I've got to be healthy enough, as we just discussed, down the stretch so I can do that and, and lower my shoulder when I need it. Um, the Miami third down and whatever it was, conversion, great example of that. Like, if you're not healthy enough to do that then, um, maybe we don't convert that, maybe we don't win. Um, so it's all a, a piece of it. And I think, again, his understanding of that, we're getting closer and closer to that. He gets it. And, um, and so I'm proud of him for that. Good coach. Uh, Bobby and I have been a, together uh, a number of years, going back to our time together uh, in Carolina. Um, and, you know, his dad was, was with us for a number of years here. And good family. Bobby's a good coach. Uh, he's developed players. And I think, you know, when you evaluate a coach, it's are you taking what you have and making it better? And, and I think it doesn't get any need to get any more complex than that. And Bobby's done that. How would I evaluate James's first season? Yeah, yeah. I think he's done a really good job. He really has. You talk about development of players, right? That is coaches' responsibilities, and and players' responsibilities as well. And I think James, where you look at when where he was in year one, to where he was in year two, difference, right? And to come in and say, here's a young man that uh, maybe wasn't the primary back at Georgia but became the primary back this season in his second year in the NFL <clears throat> for the Buffalo Bills, I thought that was very impressive. And are there still more hurdles to, 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 to jump over? Yes. And still more growth? Yes. And I think he is primed and prepared to do that this offseason. What's been the message from Terry um, after you know, this game, this season? Yeah. Um, about yeah, very, very supportive. Um, we have great lines of communication with Terry, um, and um, he's disappointed like we are, um, but he's just very supportive, and, and um, he understands how hard it is um, to, to try and get to that ultimate goal, and, and so um, I couldn't ask for a better honor. Have you felt any shift in, for lack of a better term, approval rating with him? Uh, not to my knowledge, no, and I'll let, that's a question for him, but... What did I learn, learn about myself or the team? Or? What, did, what, did, what did you learn from making that decision at that time and how you responded at a moment of crisis? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't honestly a decision I wanted to make in terms of there's someone's livelihood at, at stake and their family um, and per, people I care deeply about, like I do my entire staff. Um, but I'm, my job is to do what is best for the team. 
and that's what I felt I needed to do that was best for the team and that's what I did so that's what I did so I think that's what that's what I am tasked to do as as the head coach of this team and um, that's what the job calls for so if I don't do that then I'm not serving the team the organization or the community um, the right way and that's something I take very um, very personally Yeah, again, very impressed. Uh, and going back to Josh, Josh's running question, I think, uh, Thad, you had that. Coach Cromer has been very understanding of that as well, like with when he shaped the run game each week and how much we want to expose Josh through a designed run standpoint. Um, with, the, with the offensive line and our running game, this was probably our best season. And it starts with having good players up front that are healthy throughout the, the, the entirety of the season. So, um, you know, give credit to our medical staff for that, to those players, their, their, um, their chemistry. Um, they did a great job. And then the ability to teach during the week of, hey, this run, hey, we're not just going to run it over here, but the run is designed to go exactly to this specific point. And then that, that um, everyone being on that alignment, everyone being on the same page, the backs, the tight ends, the receivers, um, and that understanding is what what you saw from an execution on Sundays. And um, that goes back to, again, the types of players you have, the types of coaches you have, the, their, their ability to communicate. And uh, that was fun to watch. Hey, Sean, you, um, before the season, you gave Tyler Bass a uh, contract extension. Uh, he missed three kicks in the postseason. One, I know, was blocked. But uh, I'm imagining you can't be too happy because you've got to have a yeah, no, I, I know where you're coming from on that, Sal, and I would just tell you that I am I am confident in Tyler, and I'll start there, and I'll end there, but in between those two um, is, to me, of yes, there were some, some kicks we need to make, no doubt about it. Um, he knows that, and there's no one that works harder at it than he does, and, and takes more pride in, in the work that he puts in, and and his job to perform uh, at the highest levels that he can for the team and his teammates. Um, he's he's deeply um, um, invested in his teammates and this team, and um, I'm very confident that he's going to do what's necessary this off season to get himself just right. Yeah. Oh man, where do you want to begin? I mean, you come here and you have your first opportunity for a job and you're trying to get the right people. Um, when we got here, we didn't have much um, cap space. Um, credit Jim Overdorf at the time for his creativity with that. And, you know, you you just, you try and find the right people to start the your program with. Tredavious White, Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, just to name a few, and there's many even beyond that, that are no longer here even, that have just, you know, helped help shape this thing, help get it off the ground. And so many people I'm indebted to for for that. Um, but Micah and Jordan, and it's like when you say one, you got to say the other, right? It's, 
you know, watching them run out of the tunnel, um, driving to the game the other day, um, I thought to myself, I knew the defense was going to get announced. It was their turn. And I'm thinking to myself, this is another opportunity, knowing that we weren't going to have another home game because Baltimore had won. Um, one last time for these two to run out of the tunnel again and hear their names called. And listen, as competitors, you know, and it's a different life. When you're, when you're performing and you're competing and all your whole entire life, you're up here from a standpoint of what an athlete, elite athlete you are, and you're competing at this level, and all of a sudden that goes away, you know, if, you know in, in certain situations, as you said, Mike is evaluating, and it's just, um, it's different. But I was extremely um, proud of watching the, those guys, those two, and, and their careers and how they handle themselves as professionals. I believe I know, I know there were some times where after games you guys were getting on them and, and whatnot, but... I think by and large you guys know who they are as human beings, what their character is, and, and what they're all about, and the way that they um, handle themselves with class in our community really says a lot about who they are and, and, and how they've helped us uh, grow as an organization. Sean, you brought in a lot of free agents this past offseason. Did you feel like that group made the impact that you expected them to or the team needed uh, to make this uh, If you want to give me some names, I don't uh, you got Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's some that are going to work out and there's just like draft. There's some that aren't going to work out. It's it's not a it's not a perfect science, an exact science in that regard. So, um, you know, the names you mentioned, among others, and uh, I thought you know, the draft contributions we had in particular, Dalton and um, and Cybo, we were just you know talking about our offense before I came down here and. Um, to see those two young players have the, that level of contributions for our team. Cybo all season long, Dalton a little bit more back half, say. Um, but just to watch Dalton, and again, I'm leaving some names out here, um, but to watch Dalton, again, like Josh, trying to will his way, will, will his way for our team to win, um, he's been banged up this season as well. And just here's a rookie making those special plays um, Sunday night there, and you're going, this, he gets it, you know, and I'm, I'm excited about the future for him and Josh and, and their rapport and, and what they can produce and, and become on that field. Sean, what's your overview on the receiver? You talked about a lot of passing game philosophy here. Yeah. So what about the group? And I know that you gave me a free agent, but what's just your opinion of the offseason snapshot of that group? Well, I think overall um, there were some new faces in that room this year. There were some younger players. There were some veteran free agents, uh, as Alex mentioned. And um, I thought the guys hung together. And, and um, you know, some overall you're looking at, hey, do we have enough production? You know, and, and I think, you know, there are times that we did. And then there's other times we didn't. Um, but overall, you know, it's not, just, it's not just catching the ball. It's blocking the running game. It's, it's playing special teams. And I thought overall um, they did some really good things. Yeah. First couple of years have been rocky, maybe. Um, what, what's your hope that he can, in, in year three, blossom into what you guys were hoping you'd get out of a first round pick? Yeah, I mean, you saw him make the play the other night, and that's kind of been Joe, uh, Jay his his career, his short career to this point, where uh, he he makes a play, a special play here and there. So he has flashed. Um, now what we've got to get a better feel for is. Um, 
can he can he do that on a more consistent basis, right? Can he execute on a more consistent basis for us? And so this year, a little banged up. Um, just overall, we need to we need he needs to continue to up his game, quite honestly, and and uh, we'll see if how he factors into to what we're doing defensively. Well, again, I'm not going to get into each person-specific situation. Um, listen, we want as many of these free agents back as we can. Um, that said, there's only so much right in, in, the, in the bank. So um, I thought A.J., along with a lot of members of our defensive line this season, um, had one of their better years. And I think it goes back to development. I think it goes back to mindset. I think it goes back to... You know, some of the pressuring we were able to do, some of the blitzing where, you know, you get more one-on-ones when you do that. Um, and so I think Coach Washington and Coach West have done a really nice job. And um, the the commitment of that room as well. Um, I saw I saw a, a renewed commitment this year. And with that came more from a process and preparation standpoint into, into what they were doing. And that led to some of the results on Sundays. Bills head coach Sean McDermott. We've got to take a timeout. We will get back to McDermott if he's still going or Brandon Bean, who's coming up after, but making up on some breaks quickly, and then we'll get you back out to one Bills drive. Stay tuned. Extra Point Show here on WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.